0: We go, and we're live here on Facebook. Like to welcome those listening in podcast land and also YouTube. This week, I have the special joy of welcoming a guest in the studio. But first, Rich, how you doing?
1: I'm doing good, Mike. So, um, yeah, lost my train of thought. There happens all the time. How's the week? Um, I'm doing good. Good week? Uh, Yeah, good week. Got a chance to uh, take a day off on Friday. Nice. Didn't get to watch as much um, NCAA basketball as I thought I would, as I probably spent most of the afternoon taking a nap instead of actually watching the game since I took the day off. But those days every once in a while.
0: Nor did you probably pick as good as you thought you were going to.
1: Yeah, yeah. Those picks didn't. I think I I didn't pick the upsets correctly. Yeah. As well as I... I mean, I I don't think anybody did.
2: After Friday night's results, by the way, hi, it's Dad, I'm back.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, our guest in the studio, uh, Mike's dad, Joe Hart, uh, he's been with us a couple times uh, on the air. Uh, If you're watching us on YouTube or on uh, Facebook Live, he is off camera, uh, but he is there in Esterville with Mike.
0: You can see him now because I'm showing you the camera from... I'm taking my camera away, and, and I can't. I can't. I don't have ability to do it that way. Sorry for all those that are getting sick right now. Ah, there you go. Um, it
1: didn't move anywhere on my end, so yeah, I don't you're sitting. You're either. on
0: that camera. I we. Oh. I have two cameras set up. One is for you you to see me, and then one is for everybody to see me. Everybody else gotcha. to see me.
1: Um, Bobo, a big show, Mike. And Mike, how
0: are you? I'm doing great. Uh, allergies are hitting me a little bit, so. Um. I'm getting there, but we'll see. Um, That's why my voice is so raspy and and sounding good today. It's called sexy, uh, bud. Yeah. So uh, we have a a huge show. Uh, We thought by putting some stuff off last week we were going to be able to get all of it covered this week. But more news comes out this week, even crazier news and uh crazy stuff happening in the nfl nfl made it an exciting week and made the week about them uh which upset some newscasters or some sports broadcasters uh so we have nfl talk we have some mlb games happening kind of
1: yeah yeah spring training games at least rich what Uh, else do we
0: have on the uh on the outline while we
1: you know we'll be going into the nascar corner presented as always by triple i sports cards incorporated uh, to give you the results of Phoenix and give you a preview of Atlanta. And if we have time, Mike, we'll even talk about some of the news and notes coming out of the transactions that come out of MLB with the lockout being lifted with those stars that didn't get the sign while the lockout was going on in new te- on new teams. So uh, that'll be an if time. And um, there's some shakeups in the broadcast booth to kind of talk about. Mike. Yeah. As well as Russell Wilson speaks out Yeah That was something that wasn't left over from last weekend Which we'll hit in our quick hits, Mike All that and more, Mike After we do what?
0: Roll the intro! Broadcasting live From somewhere in Iowa This is Balls and Sticks The podcast with your host Mike and Rich, and we're back. Okay, so first thing we got to do, we are doing music in sports, and this is gonna probably take. This might take a whole year.
1: This, this is gonna be, take a while This is
0: gonna be a this long a time. Lots of lots of sports songs. Lots of music about sports. Sports music. All of the above. Uh, last week, we did Roll Out the Barrels or the real name, Beer Barrel Polka versus Deep in the Heart of Texas. So, one being played in Milwaukee, one being played in a couple towns in Texas.
1: That's right. So, Mike, I went with Roll Out the Barrel. I, I've been to more Brewers games. Uh, I. It, it's grown on me. The first time I heard it, I was like, "What? What is this? Or what are they doing?" But the more Brewers games I went to, Brewers Cubs games I went to, the more, the more I liked it. And um, also, it was a Cubs Brewers game that, um, that kind of my wife and I had kind of like our first date—maybe not a date—at. So that it's Miller Park's got a special place in my heart.
0: So. I can understand that. I get behind that. Uh by the way the one time I've seen deep in the heart of Texas done was at Miller Park.
1: Yeah, it was. And it was, it was
0: my one of my top 3 greatest baseball movie or baseball events uh that I've ever been a part of. Uh probably the greatest game I've ever seen played. Mm-hmm. Uh and it was Carlos Zambrano pitching a no-hitter in Milwaukee against the Houston Astros. So I had to go with Deep in the Heart of Texas. Joe, do you have a preference between Deep in the Heart of Texas and Roll Out the Barrels? I used to go square dancing at the county
2: home in Davenport, old folks' home in Davenport, and we would always
0: do Roll Out the Barrel every week. Okay, well, you learn something new every day, and today I learned that my dad square danced. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about that but okay so technically if he was on facebook he would make it tight again but because he's not on facebook uh deep in the heart of texas wins three to two
1: all right so this week mike we're gonna stay along the lines of songs that you're probably only gonna hear at two specific ballparks um so we're going to go with the vi- the songs that play after victories for both of these teams being I Love L.A. for the L.A. Dodgers and New York, New York, the song that plays after every Yankees victory. So that's going to probably go live after this week. Um, yeah, after today's show, I Love L.A., New York, New York. So Mike, the NCAA tournament has been going on. Um, have you had a chance to watch or kind of follow any of the action?
0: Uh, I've been able to at least follow the action for the most part. Um, I've not necessarily been able to. Um, I, I've not been able to do a great job on um, on watching it, but I've been able to follow the action.
1: Yeah, same, same here. I watched a lot on Thursday. Um, I don't know if it's because more of the game, I was more interested in the Thursday games than Friday's games. Um, and so I really didn't watch as much on Friday, even though I had more time to do it. Um, so I'm not. also I'm not sure how how much I'll be able to watch of the second round. So our turny pick a Mike, um, we had six people sign up. Yep. Well, uh, so thank you for everyone that signed up to join our pool. Our pool pick them. Mike, you are the current leader with 25 correct picks, but if you're going by projected points overall, you're in second as um, Alicia has 24 correct points, but with the team she has remaining, if all of her picks are correct, she would be on top with 180. By the way, she is really good at this she does she
0: every year know. she does she's one of the top three spots and she's she has legitimately been a number one contender almost every time we've done one of these she does a great job Alicia thanks for joining we appreciate it um, after her David Hovinga Pastor David up here uh, is in third place with 23 points. But projected points, Mark, which is that Alicia's husband?
1: Yeah. Okay. That's, Mark, that's Alicia's mother. I
0: thought that's who that was. Mark actually would be in third place <coughs> if current projections take hold. And uh, David would be in fourth. And then uh, you and Amy, both your picks and your, your picks, you're tied for fourth but your projections you're 10 points down.
1: Yeah. Some of those upsets just didn't come through. Why? I I don't I think I picked the wrong 12-5 upset. Uh, it was hilarious. We were watching the Iowa game and directly after that game ended, they they uh, like ran like an t ad talking about how oh, there's always a 12-5 matchup. There's always a 12-5 upset every single year in the tournament. And
0: So Rich, did you get up any from- upsets right?
1: Ooh! Any upset rights? I got, I got the Michigan. I got the kay. Michigan. I got that right. one as well. Um, I I need to look at my bracket real quick to see.
0: Uh, did you get um, the Iowa State
1: win? No, I didn't. Ooh, okay. Um, I got an eleven-six Notre Dame over Alabama.
0: Uh, I thought I had picked that one, but apparently I had changed my mind on that one. I was not. I did not actually meet. I thought I picked Notre Dame on that one. But uh, yeah, apparently, I, uh, I backed out of that one.
1: Yeah, that's a that was really about it. None that Kentucky one is
0: the the Kentucky one's the one that's killed most brackets.
1: Oh yeah, I, I had them in the final four. As did really I.
0: It. I totally did have them in the final four. I thought they were going to be they were that good. Um, then again, the more you look at at uh, Kentucky's program, uh, they're never they're, they 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 always do decent and they're always ranked really high but they never i'm starting to realize not maybe not realize but i'm starting to feel that kentucky is not the team they they need they don't have the the, the cohesiveness to be the great team that they're always projected to be yeah because they're full because of one they're... and duns.
1: yeah that's their entire roster building philosophy is get the best recruits that are only going to probably be in the program for one year and hope that they can play well together to have a good run uh so you you mentioned uh, kentucky any other like surprise teams that maybe made a that pulled off an upset run that pulled off an upset that could do some continue to do damage in the tournament
0: um so i think uh Any t- – so, um, I think mm, – I'm trying to think of any that I think – I don't know that any – any I think any of them are going to continue to. Notre Dame, maybe, uh, except that Texas Tech team just looked great.
2: But they were playing a JV squad. I mean, they Montana were playing – Montana State is nobody.
0: Yeah, but – still scoring almost 100 in college, that's, a, that's still a pretty du- good feat.
2: The starters on Montana... On. The starters on
0: Montana State wouldn't have made the team at Texas Tech. You're... Uh, I don't know. I think they might... I think a, a couple of their guys could have made backup. But what were you saying, Rich?
1: Yeah, do you think Richmond could keep on going? Um against Providence
0: no Providence I Providence is gonna was gonna destroy Iowa anyway uh, I know we have a lot of fans that are Iowa fans and I'm okay with a- angering you when I say that Providence is, was gonna make Iowa look like fools uh, I think Providence is gonna handle Richmond I don't think that's a I don't think that's one that's gonna do that um, I think locally you'll have a lot of Iowa fans that will probably have put Iowa into the next round and beating Providence, but I there was no way they were going to do that. Um, I was one of them. I
1: was one of them. You were? Iowa. Wow. I did.
0: Wow. I, the, the problem with Iowa's game is that they, uh, so last year, Bohannon, he's a run and dump if he doesn't have the shot. His assist went down this year, which means he doesn't have somebody to throw the ball to. He doesn't have somebody that he can... That a he second can, scorer. Yeah, he doesn't have a second scorer on the team. And without that second scorer, that team is nothing. And so, that's why I I thought they should handle Richmond, but that's why I, I, had, no, I had no confidence in them and their ability against Providence.
1: And I continue right. to stand on that. Okay. I, think, I, hold?
2: I think ahead, the second go. round is going to be very much to form because uh, there was a report Thursday night that said that with four wins, um, this year's tournament had set the record for the most double-digit
0: seeds. Five, five. By the way, five of them, not just four. Four tied the record. Four tied the record. Oh. But In there the were three round. more on Friday, and there were three more, four tied it, at, and that was two thousand ten was the last yeah. time we've seen that, and that was the record for number one or four double digit teams beating a single digit team. So now we had four more yesterday. Four more? I only I only counted three. Oh, I thought you. Okay, uh, you, you're right. Miami, Notre Dame, and Iowa State. Yep, you're right. So three more happened yesterday. So you've got
2: seven of the thirty-two being double-digit seeds. I I, I I think it's going to go very much according to the seeding form. I, I I don't
0: think there's going to be any excitement this weekend. Will the Sweet Sixteen? Will the Sweet Sixteen have upsets? That's going to be the question. That'll be a question for next week. We'll talk about it a little bit more then. Rich, uh, any final thoughts on the tournament before we head into?
1: Um, not really. I saw I noticed looking at both of our brackets, Mike, we both said Gonzaga was yep. gonna win it. Yep. Um however, So does Jimmy he, Fallon. Yeah, okay. However, the rest of the final four, now that Kentucky is out, we differed coming out of the South and the Midwest. You put Villanova You put Villanova and Wisconsin. I put I'm gonna bring it up. I hit the wrong button here. <coughs> By
0: the way, I stand by my picks.
1: Oh yeah, Wisconsin is a one.
0: Wisconsin is one that I, I, I have some fear on. Um, not necessarily that I fear because of it, because it being Wisconsin. I actually think Wisconsin has a good team. My fear is the curse of the Big Ten. Mm. The Big Ten was the best, uh, according to how many people you had in your in the. Uh, Make the tournament. The Big Ten was the best tournament team or division conference. Conference. They had the most teams in there, and now they have two teams
1: left. They are Wisconsin and and Illinois. Yeah.
2: The top of the Big Ten. Usually and
1: underperforms
2: Ohio, State. Ohio State's still in it. Oh yeah, three. Okay. And Ohio State j- just barely made it in. That's uh, hard.
0: Talked about them being strong, scoring fifty-four points in a victory. Yeah. I either way. I just it's a. The Big Ten scares me in the tournament. Always has. I don't know why. I, I, Wisconsin, from what I've seen this year, looks to be a good team. I like oh, Big no. Ten double-digit seats
2: because those mid guys can beat Sun Belt Conference champions or something like that. They get matched up about a you know
0: in a
1: five twelve or yep.
0: something. So, Rich, uh, did you get yours up? You you we going I do.
1: I did. I went Arizona and Kansas to come out of the South and the Midwest.
0: Kansas, again. Kansas is one of those teams that I've seen, and and aren't they Big Twelve? Yeah, they are in the Big Twelve. Yes. Yeah, the Big Twelve is another one of those that tends to poop to bed when it comes to tournament play. They they have teams that come in and look great, especially in the first round. They they do well in the first round, but after the first round, they tend to fizzle out. So that's why I couldn't go with Kansas. But
1: all right, fair enough. Atlanta, Arizona's looked like looked. At least on paper, looks to be one of the better teams in the tournament too. Hey, um,
0: hey, Rich, do you see what's coming up?
1: Is it a left turn, Mike?
0: Yup, and Dad, what's after that left turn? Another left turn. Because we're heading into the NASCAR corner, presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois. Check them out on Fifth Avenue, right? Right? Yeah, I got it right this time. Moline, or at their online store. Once again that's Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated Last week We saw the Roll off Mortgage 500 In Phoenix Uh, Rich You picked Martin Truex Jr Not so hot of a day Nope Not too hot Finished 35th I picked Denny Hamlin Finished 15th Your winner Chase Briscoe Rich, did you get to watch your race?
1: Um, I did. Through I your NASCAR did watch nap, the race, it would probably yeah with a NASCAR nap, obviously, um, for because we let's get the fantasy side, yeah, um, real quick, uh, because we did a fuel only pit stop last week, uh, the fantasy results from Vegas, um, I won on the fantasy side at two seventeen, Mikey came in second with two thirteen, um. DuPo had 199, The Funkhouse 184 and Easers 130. Ooh. From Phoenix, Easers won with 168, I was second with 152, Mikey were third with 149. Bringing the overall standings, DuPo still has the lead at 704. The Funkhouse has 682, it is in second place. I I'm up to third place, Mike with with 668. The easiers are in fourth with 556.59. And Mike, you're still bringing up the rear at 609s, but you're getting closer, Mike.
0: I am. I'm I'm looking like I'm competitive at least now. (laughs) Okay. This week we are heading into the Folds of Honor Quick Trip with a Q, not the K Quick Trips that we have here in the Midwest, 500 uh, in Atlanta Motor Speedway. But Rich. What should we know about this Atlanta Motor Speedway?
1: You know, Mike, it's it's got a new pavement. It's been redone to where they're going to use the same package that they use for super speedways. So it's kind of hard to maybe to predict this race because you can't look at past experience of Atlanta because nobody has technically raced on this track at its new current configuration.
0: Yeah, so they've added progressive banking, which means that the higher lines get can use their speed a lot better. They stick to the they, the the angle is higher, so that higher angle means that you that it doesn't take as much turning force to force the cars to make it around. Um, just for those that don't know, and mm-hmm. uh, and because of that, um, they can tend to stay stay faster on the higher end. Whereas, even though your inner line uh, doesn't have as high a banking, it's such it's it's a shorter enough r- track that on that, or it's it's a long enough track that the shorter line of the inside line will allow people to make up the time that they can't of the speed that they can't. So it's going to be interesting to see what those two very distinct lines that are going to be this time, because progressive banking, the banking at the bottom is. A lot less than what's at the top um, that that difference is gonna be uh, gonna be a game-changer and it's gonna be more fun to watch Uh, I'm excited about it so
1: on yeah on the fantasy side for me I'm not looking at guys I'm this is a race where I would be looking to save my uses okay or I'm looking at guys that do well at the super speedways when filling out my lineup so I don't I'm think probably, it's going to be
0: as much of a wide open race, though. They're still going to have to break. They're still going to have to slow down in the corners a little bit, uh, I believe. I, again, we don't know. This I is know. this is a lot of guesstimation on it. But
1: Exactly. So because of the unknown, I'm not going to probably fill my lineup with guys that I know I can look at track history and know where they've had good success in the past on. So one guy that I'm not, I would not that's not going to be in my lineup even though he's had a success in atlanta in the past kyle larson okay Just because you know how good he is elsewhere Yep. elsewhere that's it a... still think he's a good pick to win the race though but i'm not going to waste a fantasy use
0: speaking of on which him, though. we we are tied at two apiece we my are. win last week gives me first pick i'm gonna pick brad Kislowski.
1: all right mike i i i i with Atlanta, I don't have anything to say as far as I don't. I don't know about that pick or that. That's that's a bad pick.
2: Th- that um, new team hasn't been strong all year though. They, they, they've been middle of the pack in in, in every race. I, I I'm not sure they've got a top 15 yet.
1: All right. So Joe, who do you like in the race?
2: I like Kyle Larson. I I I think he's a good rim runner, and, and he'll be up there up against the wall the whole race. Okay.
1: All right. I'm gonna go with Ryan Blaney. Okay. I, I have I have no basis at this. I'm for this race. I basically just want my guy to finish higher than yours, so I can get a good pick with a road racer since they're going to Road America next week.
0: Nice. I like that. Um, so, uh, something we hinted at last week but never actually talked about: NASCAR is looking to go electric. Kind of.
1: Yeah, they're going to take a look at an electric exhibition series yeah um,
0: I again I don't know that you can call it an exhibition series um, but yeah doing some starting to, to get and figure out what what an electric uh, race could look like um, Yeah, Steve Phelps uh, the president NASCAR's president said he would love to see an electric race um, and and he, he actually sees it in the future. Uh, we'll see what happens. That has about
2: as much appeal to me as converting Bristol to a dirt track.
0: Um, to me, it actually has a little bit more. I think the electric races could be more fun. You're, you're more worried about your tire wear and your aero package than you are your engine. And how to
2: conserve your electrical use but it runs away so far from uh f- from where stock car racing came out of the the uh...
0: uh kind of but the idea of a stock car race is that the cars are cars you can go buy. Can you go buy an electric car today? If if you had the money, could you go write a check and buy an electric car today? Yes or no? You could, but why would you want to buy an electric Mustang? Uh, I wouldn't buy an electric Mustang, but I want an electric car because, I mean, I want to, for, for getting me home to work every day will cost me about as much as one month worth of fuel for my current car for an entire year. That's not a bad a bad thing. By the way, that's 1, 2. How many how many moving parts do electric vehicles have? Not many. How many I guess the question is how many moving parts do electric motors have?
2: Yeah, not many.
0: 1. So, how many parts are there to break on an electric car on an electric motor? You're how taking much... away all the engineering out of NASCAR. And no, you're not.
2: All the tweaking
0: to get the. No, you're not. They still have all the aero engineering. Yes, they have a template, but you have to determine. You have to still make that template. One, two. How about the? How about the uh, the 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 suspension engineering? You take that out. No, you have to, and in fact, the suspension engineering becomes harder because now your vehicle is two to three times heavier.
2: I the tradition of NASCAR has, has been, how can I get that last horsepower out of my engine? Yeah, and and that's not going to be in play anymore with a an engine built with brushes. The, the, there's there's not going to be
0: you're right it's going to take out some of the souping up my engine concept but there's still plenty of how do i squeeze the la- how do i get that that energy into the ground and that's still a huge part of nascar in fact most nascar that your your engine is limited in the amount of horsepower it's allowed to make and so What you're engineering is making sure your engine can handle that for sustained periods of time. It's not about how to get more horsepower out. It's how to make sure the horsepower does not destroy my engine as I continue to use it. That's what NASCAR is now. So I'm all for it. Bring it on. Rich, what's your thoughts?
1: Oh, when I first saw that, I, I kept on thinking of... The the Larry McReynolds the potential Larry McReynolds analysis that he provides in game of well it might be time for a uh, might be start seeing teams come in for the battery swap pit stop as most of these cars are got to be around x x amount of percentage on on the charge and maybe on uh, maybe at that second battery swap pit stop is it come down to. Well, we might need to keep you out there a little bit longer because we need time. We need a little bit more time for the backup battery to finish charging. So
0: we'll see if they have if they're going to be able to do battery changes like that.
1: Yeah. But, so uh, that, that's the only thing that come, came to my mind when I saw that is like, how would pit stops work for this yeah, thing? Yeah,
0: the big one's going to be mostly you, you're the only reason you're going to pit is going to be for tires. Mm. And now that they've got it to the single nut hubs. Yeah,
2: that's becoming less of a challenge.
0: Less, but they're, they're still having a lot of challenges with it. I was actually going to bring that up this week. So thanks for bringing that up. The amount of times that because you have to get it pretty precise and you have to torque it to an exact spec. We no longer torque to yield. We torque to a spec. And if you how much of the races have you watched?
2: Oh, I, I didn't even take an NASCAR nap
0: last week. There were guys still having trouble, either getting them off right or getting them on right. Do do you agree or disagree?
2: I, I I've been surprised how many guys have dropped that uh, the hub nut uh, when after they take it take the old tire off. So
0: what you're saying is is that it's still actually a problem? Yes, you're taking out. You may have one loose lug nut. Cause, oh you've
2: got one loose lug, you're <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: But it's a there's still that that is still a factor and it's still an issue. So Okay. Uh any other NASCAR topics you want to talk about, Rich?
1: No no, not really. Uh Jeff Gordon is going to uh, return to the booth. Uh, in Atlanta, he'll be up with uh, Clint Boyer and Mike Joy this week. I thought Mike Joy was uh, off this week. I thought Mike Joy. Yeah. I don't think so.
0: Okay. We'll see.
1: I think he... he'll be in the booth in Atlanta. Um, all right. So moving the keeping the lo- keeping the show moving along the NFL off season. Wow. So we kind of put this uh, on hold from last week because yeah. there was a lot to unpack with the baseball's lockout ending, and even with even putting it on hold, two big name quarterbacks got traded again, got traded, which is why we titled the show Quarterback Musical Chairs. So the big names that got that, um, that moved around Aaron Rodgers stays Steven. in Green Bay. Russell Wilson goes from Seattle to Denver. Deshaun Watson last night goes from Houston to Cleveland Tom Brady comes out of retirement and is going to go back to Tampa and Carson Wentz going from Indy to Washington.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and then uh, what was the So
0: I will, we're going to ask the question. Go ahead. Uh, and it was asked by Dan Patrick this week. And I, it was my thought for what could be a sports poll question. If we wanted to do a sports poll question this week, which did you find more surprising? Tom Brady's retirement? Or Tom Brady's coming out of retirement? We'll go with you first, Rich.
1: I'm gonna go with Tom Brady's retirement. Yep. I okay. think not it didn't surprise me that he came out of retirement. I almost think that maybe he used the retirement as a way to maybe see if Tampa would release his rights so that he could then in turn come out of retirement with a team with another with a different team of his choosing.
2: But just like Rodgers, uh, I don't think Brady could find a better situation than the one he has in Tampa.
0: So were you surprised by his retirement or his his retirement from retirement? The the initial retirement. Uh, yeah, that, Three for three. I think uh, the fact that, like, so we were in Mankato at the time, and Dad slash Joe, you uh, texted me, Tom Brady retired, and I'm like, wait, what? And, uh that was when the rumor started and then it was said it wasn't and then it was said then it came out that it actually was and now it turns out it wasn't again
1: if anything kudos for tampa for holding out and not maybe overreacting and trying to trade for another quarterback to take his spot
0: yeah so um Biggest improvement in the quarterback position is?
1: Hmm. Improvement in the quarterback position by a team to improve their quarterback situation? I don't know if it'll help them win their division, but they get a better, They, I think they've they greatly improved their under center. I'd have to go with Denver with Russell Wilson.
0: That was going to be my statement. Uh, I actually think it's a bad move for them. They have a right. decent team, but are they going to be able to come out of the West? No. The West is going to kick each other's butt all year, and they may only get one team in the
2: playoffs. Because everybody to right. be around five hundred,
0: right? So if 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 Denver is that bad, if it hurt, if they don't win the division, <clears throat> they may not make.
1: The playoffs. Exactly. Every team in the West has improved. But... Not just Denver. If you've improved that much,
0: you're not going to be one of those teams that gets a great draft pick. So now, you've just set yourself up for mediocrity going forward. You're not going to be able...
1: Even if they do get a good draft pick, it's going to go to Seattle.
0: Yep. Yep. So I... I actually don't like that that call in Denver. I think for Russ, it was a great call. It gets him a new venue. It gets him better. Uh, I think it gets him a, a better fan base. I know that Seattle used to be the place to be for fans, but Denver has more fans across the country. Um, and then on top of it, that team looks like they they're a good team but again you're playing in the west is that where you want to be now i i have a theory on why it happened the way it did i think russell wanted to go to green bay
1: okay explain
0: i think russell where's he from
1: he played one season at the university of wisconsin
0: isn't he from the wisconsin area? i thought he was from wisconsin <clears throat> we have our fact checker over here looking it up for us.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think he was. I know he originally he did bass uh, he did uh I'm pre- a <clears throat> couple of things at, at Wisconsin I'm, before I'm Trent pretty sure he's a 60. Midwest boy
0: anyway, but I thought it was Wisconsin.
2: He graduated from high school in Richmond, Virginia. Oh,
0: okay. <clears throat> well then I was wrong. But I still think he wanted to go to Green Bay. Uh and then um and he was waiting for Aaron to announce what he was doing. When... Wilson was
2: born at the Christ Hospital in Cincinnati
0: and grew up in Richmond, Virginia. Okay, all right. So you, I think that uh, I think he w- I think he pr- wanted to go to Green Bay. I think he saw everything that Aaron Rodgers saw, and the reason why Aaron Rodgers came back. And uh, I think that that's why he ended up where he did.
1: All right. So besides the money. Do you think Deshaun Watson made the right choice in saying that, "Oh yeah, I I want to go to Cleveland. Trade me to Cleveland."
0: Yeah. I think Cleveland is good enough that A, I think that Deshaun is a good enough improvement to make Cleveland a viable team. I still think Baker is a viable quarterback. I think he's one of the top 15 in the league. But I think Deshaun is a top 10 maybe even a top five. And so Deshaun deserves, like Deshaun going there, improves that team enough to make them at minimum a playoff contender. And I would say even a conference, a, I would say he's a conference contender. They are a conference contender now. Cleveland's you know, been I,
2: a burial ground for half a century. Uh,
0: but who have they gotten? Well, they've had two Heisman winners in the last 10 years. Okay. What is the history of Heisman winners in the NFL? Not great.
2: Well, it's been a mixed bag. But I, I, I don't think... I, ever since Paul Brown got kicked off the team, kicked out of... Management of the team back in the late fifties, Cleveland hasn't done a thing. They've got the longest championship playoff drought of any franchise in the major sports. They haven't won a championship Kay. since fifty
1: six, I believe.
0: Okay. How many how many Heisman trophy winners have won the Super Bowl? I'll go five,
1: Mike.
0: Give me a not, guess. That sounds about right. Eighteen. Mm. That's that's yeah, that's double digits. But you're telling me that your your metric for how good the team should be because they've gotten two Heisman winners. Only eighteen Heisman winners. The Heisman has been around since you were a baby. Oh, well, before Ooh, that, Mike.
1: Yeah. Mike, is that Heisman Trophy quarterbacks or just Heisman Trophy winners in general? I believe
0: it's just winners in general
1: break it down over how many heisman trophy quarterbacks have won a super bowl
0: okay uh you guys talk amongst yourselves while i do some math
1: okay all right um so so um so joe do you what what do you think of carson wentz going to washington i do you think that that was an improvement over who they could have taken in the draft or do you still see him maybe drafting somebody and using Carson Wentz as a bridge?
2: I see the draft as being deficient this year so I, I, I think that Washington did better in taking Wentz for the short term. I I don't see Wentz as a star. He'll be a serviceable quarterback but he he won't make anybody forget about Anybody else except Mitchell Trubisky?
1: Yeah, Mitch Trubisky going up to Pittsburgh. Does that stop them from drafting somebody this year?
2: I, I don't think I, they... I don't think there's anybody in the draft that's going to get a starting job. I, I think the quarterback class this year is so weak.
0: So, Rich,
1: okay, Mike, was I'll your
0: was your guess based on quarterbacks? It was. Was yours based on quarterbacks or was it based overall? Quarterbacks. Okay, you are both correct. Five.
1: Ooh, okay. Who were they?
0: Five. Oh man, I just deleted it. <laughs> I just I got out of it because I had a number for you. I'm sorry. I was trying All to, right. but it's still five. Marino, what? Elway, um
2: no, Montana.
0: Marino didn't win it.
2: You didn't?
1: No. Marino never won a Super Bowl. Never won a Super Bowl. He
0: wasn't there in seventy two? No. He was in the same draft that Elway was. In eighty three, that young? Yeah, Marino and Elway were in the same draft class. Huh. Yeah. And I don't think Elway won the Heisman.
2: I want to step back a couple steps while while you're looking that up. George Patton, general manager of the Broncos, said that they expect to make Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson will be in the final year of his contract this year. They expect to make Russell Wilson the highest paid quarterback in NFL history.
0: Cam Newton. This one. Yeah, Cam Newton. Uh Matt Leiner was a quarterback, wasn't he?
1: Yes. Yeah, Liner was. He appeared in the Super Bowl.
0: He appeared he no, won no. the Super the, he's one of the five by the way. Won the Heisman. And
2: he won't make it to the Hall of Fame. Nope.
1: <laughs> you know what, Mike? I mean, there were 18 Heisman trophy winners yeah. that have made it onto the Super Bowl. But as far as winning the quarterback, being the quarterback on the winning team. Jim Plunkett. I think you have Jim Plunkett and probably Roger Starbuck.
0: And Roger Starbuck. And did Jim.
1: And oh, John you're. Hurt. John Hurt. So that's three. John Hurt. So. So really, it's even less than five. If you yeah. only it... if you pair it down to how many people actually won the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. These are appearances. Wow. Now. Yeah. So there you go. Crazy. Cam Newton didn't win. Matt, Matt Weiner, Liner didn't win. The, I thought the Cardinals won. No.
1: No. The nope. Cardinals lost That's right. that Super Bowl to the Steelers. They
0: did. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Three. Heisman winning quarterbacks also won the Super Bowl. Explain to me again how that is a good metric for how good your quarterback is.
2: lawyered.
1: All right. So, Mike, two other wide receivers got traded off. Devontae yeah. Adams going up to Vegas. Amari Cooper going to Cleveland. Yeah. Those are big news. And the Bears decided to go all into and in rebuild mode. Khalil Mack is now in L.A. getting reunited with uh, former defensive assistant for the Bears Brian Staley, yeah, now the head coach of the Bulls. So, Mike, may, give me maybe maybe one or two teams. I'm out of just. Do you
0: th- deleted everything. You... I'm sorry. I just closed That's out of something. Fine.
1: So, who do you think has improved the most? Maybe one team in each conference, with the moves that they have made. Oh, also another big name, uh, Allen Robinson. Not come back <coughs> to the as expected. No, I think I might he have. Signs out Rich, he signs with the rings. I think
0: I might have closed out the, uh, the thing. I'm the not, entire show. Yeah. I'm not sure.
1: Oh.
0: Like, we have the first half of it done. Uh, let me see if I can get into it. it. Oh, it's still live.
1: Okay, good. So teams that have improved the most, Mike, Who's who? which moves you think that have been made and are on the books have improved maybe one or two teams in each conference the bolts the bolts all right so the bolts they've they re-signed mike williams they got coleo Mack, they got jc jackson to come out of new england i like that
0: and then number two in the same division the broncos Russell Wilson is such an upgrade for them that it doesn't, like, it's, it is a skyward trajectory for that team to get him versus what they had before, so.
2: Do you think he deserves to be the highest-paid quarterback in NFL history?
0: Pretty close. Really? Yeah. And if they let him cook, you're going to see it this year. If they let him cook, so... I'm going to upset one of our fans of the show, David Hovinga. Um, The only reason Tom Brady is the greatest of all time is because he took pay cuts. He was the most underpaid player on that team for as many years as he was because he knew that if he took those pay cuts, he could get people around him that would make him look great.
2: I'll agree totally.
0: Russell we- Russell Wilson is one of the, I would say he's probably he he has more skills than anybody in the league other than my least favorite quarterback at the moment, Aaron Rodgers. Everybody else, I think he he's head and shoulders above. And when you watched last year as they let him cook, they let Russ do Russ, he was great.
2: You think he's talking
1: about go
2: ahead. You think he's better than Stafford?
1: Yeah.
0: Which is saying something for me. I've been a Stafford apologist since before we had the podcast, right, Rich?
1: You yep.
0: But, again, I think Stafford – and, again, I don't know that he actually is better than Stafford, but I think Stafford has never been allowed to do anything until this last year. He may – he, he, he
2: never had playmakers <laughs> around him if until he
0: can, this last year. If he continues to do what, he's be, what he did this last year, quickly he runs up the ranks. I think he went from being a mid-tier quarterback three years ago – To a top five. To a top five this year. And I think if he continues to play this way, he quickly gets into the conversation of top three. And if that continues, then he'll be in the argument for top one. But I still think it's Aaron Rodgers, Russ. I got to go with Tom Brady. He knows the game so well. You have to go with Tom Brady. And then the uh, then probably, I, I would say Stafford, probably there. And then after that, you're, you. Mm, I need to see what Deshaun's going to do, so I can't put him at number five. I'm trying to think who else I would put if I could if I could talk myself out of uh, Lamar. I don't think I can give it to Dak. I, I think I got to give it to Lamar Jackson. There's your top five. Dak- Not
2: Tyler Murray. No. Not uh, who's in
1: Buffalo. Ooh. You got to put Josh Allen in your top five now. I don't know if I... Patrick Mahomes. Did you mention Mahomes?
2: Yeah. Who
1: do you take out? Who Why do you take Patrick? out? What?
0: I Why take John? Wilson out. You take Wilson. You take... I, I can agree with Lamar. I can put Lamar under Mahomes, definitely. definitely. Um, so for Mahomes I'll take out Lamar. You say take out Russell. Rich, do you take out Russell?
1: Or do you so move Russell at, down? Just the top five QBs.
0: Yeah. Top five if QBs. I to
1: put it, if I don't have to put them in any order.
0: No order whatsoever.
1: Alright, I probably would have to go with Mahomes, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, only because he's done so well so many years. Yep. I probably would go
0: rogers I, I see how much that hurts you i agree it hurts me that much too but i
1: know i'm just trying to think so now
0: you've got your fifth pick who's your fifth pick
1: fifth
2: do you have yours ready watson with an asterisk
1: i think i go matt stafford right now okay
0: i i agree with so you rich more than i agree with this? watson as my fifth um i don't know that i think josh Ant- Josh Allen could very easily, but I don't know that I'm ready I'm ready to go there yet. All right. I think defensives
2: uh, in general have figured out the running quarterbacks. <coughs> Jackson, Murray. Yeah.
0: So, Rich, where do you want to go next?
1: Um, How about I you? Can me- to say, I, I didn't give you a team. Yeah. Um, I think in the AFC, the moves that I've liked so far – to improve the team, I'd have to go with the Bengals. Yep. They saw that they saw that they off that their offensive line was a weak point. They then they signed two really good guys that could they could kinda of close that gap and still leave them the option of either drafting more offensive line in <coughs> the draft or looking at their defense. Um if I had to give you an NFC team that I've liked what they've done, it'd have to be the Buccaneers. Okay. They they waited out uh Tom Brady to see if he would come back. Instead of rushing in and getting the next quarterback, and they brought in um, a good slot receiver for him in Russell Gage that could easily take some pressure off of Chris Godwin, so that they can, so they're not rushing him back, um, rushing him back from uh, from injury.
2: My big loser in the NFL in the offseason mm-hmm. is the Rams. They lost the Rams, Von Miller though? and they cut Johnny Hecker. Johnny Hecker is worth at least six points a game as a punter because of the field position that that he gains. And to cut him, not trade him, but they just
1: flat out cut him
0: is astounding. Yeah, I think there's I think that's not the worst argument that I've heard.
1: Yeah. For me, maybe a team that's kind of has a little bit more work to do. Um, I'd have to say the Colts. Yeah, they. I, I don't blame them for moving on from from Carson Wentz. If you have everybody but the head, if you have the head coach saying that, you know what? I was wrong for sticking up for the guy and saying this was the guy I, <laughs> I want that can I, I can help him and he can lead us to the playoffs and it didn't happen. But to go into it and trade him and not have a backup plan of who's going to take his spot. Yep, is kind of a head scratcher for me.
0: Yeah, I can I can agree with that.
1: All right, Mike. So where are we at on time?
0: We are at fifty-four minutes.
1: Fifty-four. So let's go ahead and put let's uh, let's put the MLB on hold. Um, we could easily talk about post-lockout transactions next week as part of our MLB preview. Yep. As well as some rule changes that are going into effect in the minors. Um. I'm just so, thrilled they're going to
2: have 168 games this year. 62. Me
1: 62.
0: Too. Um Real quick, we do have to mention, um, we have to go to our uh, quick hits and talk about broadcasters. First, we have to say it. Uh, what a shocking uh, loss to the broadcast community to lose John Clayton, uh, NFL and ESPN reporter. Um, was one of the guys that you always knew was... He was—he's always been an NFL or an ESPN guy and, and done great, and yeah. so that's that's he was, shocking.
1: He was Adam Schefter. Yeah, he was probably when we were younger. He was our Adam Schefter.
0: Uh, Rich, you have a change here. Speaking of while we we continue to talk NFL change, uh, losing broadcaster, and then changes to the ESPN. Y- you can confirm the two that I just highlighted.
1: I. Kirk Street is in Am. It has agreed to go to Amazon. Al Michaels, I believe, is the favorite to sign a multi-year deal, and he will do Thursday Night Football for Amazon with Herbstreit. Okay. But I don't know if that's been confirmed yet. Um, okay. Because Al Michaels is likely to leave NBC because his contract was up. Mike Tirico is going to go from doing pregame to play-by-play with Chris Callensworth and uh, probably the biggest move was Joe Buck and Troy Aikman both leaving Fox to go to ESPN to be the voice of Monday Night Football.
0: Um, can Does this mean that uh,
1: that our October is going to be Joe Buck free? It could be because they, they haven't announced if Joe Buck will still be on Fox Baseball or not. But they have said that Joe Buck will not be a part of the, won't be doing baseball for ESPN. I could see them bringing Joe Buck maybe in if ESPN gets the rights to, more to broadcast one of the wildcard games. If they need an ex a second crew, I could see him doing that, being <coughs> brought in. But they said that they he will not take the place of whoever does their telecast for Sunday Night Baseball, though. Yeah. Okay. So with Fox, so you could be, you could get your National League, you could get your Championship Series and World Series telecast now be Joe Buck free on Fox. I
2: I just am astounded at the audience that these guys have lost. What do you mean? Al Michaels going from NBC, the most watched. Program in
0: television to Amazon. Amazon pays a lot of money. Plus, uh, Amazon is is going to have has exclusive rights to Thursday nights, which they're making Thursday night games, real games now. But the viewership
2: is going to be way down compared to what he got on Sunday night.
0: Uh, I disagree. I think the viewership is down in your in your demographics, younger people. Have loved it and will continue to love it. I'm all I'm all for it. Are more people getting yeah. buy up Amazon Prime because of that? Uh, I think Amazon Prime will be used by more people because of that. I don't think I think people buy it already. People love Amazon oh, yeah. Prime.
1: So with Buck and Aikman, yeah, I could see your argument if their audience got smaller because they're going to ESPN. Because how many cord cutters do you have? Right. That that can't get ESPN because. Either they don't want cable at all or they don't want to pay the money because even if you have ESPN Plus, you can't watch live ESPN, yeah. some live ESPN contact without logging in with your cable I or think the, satellite provider. I think
0: the bigger argument for that is now Joe Buck and Trey Aikman have to have an opponent at the game they're watching. As we watch the expansion of the Manning cast or Manning Night football,
2: I think ESPN's got to drop the Manning cast because I don't think people will leave Joe Buck to go watch the Manning oh, cast.
0: I, I don't think, I actually think more people, so what you don't get is, especially online, and people of my generation hate Joe Buck. Why My... Rich do you want to feel that because I don't have a good answer I don't I have actually have never hated Joe Buck hated Joe
1: Buck neither have I I really mean maybe because there's that the, the chant of F Joe Buck
0: there is that chant there's the everybody says that he's against their team because he tries to call as neutral of a game as he can everywhere doesn't matter. But I take he, Buck and Aikman over Nance and Romo any day. I disagree. Actually, I love Romo and Nance. For me, is right now the premier duo, and I would put that against against Collinsworth and and uh, and Al, Al Michaels because that's currently who we have. And I would put that against Buck and Aikman any day of the week. Romo is so inconsistent
2: he gets lost in the weeds so often and he gets Nance
0: is the masters he gets lost in bringing you into the weeds he doesn't he's not lost in the weeds he gets lost trying to bring you into the game so you understand the game better whereas Aikman and and uh and buck they're just trying to play a neutral game uh, except when it comes to games in Dallas uh, as Joe as Aikman has a few times complained about either not getting those games or is very non-neutral when it comes to Dallas games but that's besides the point rich um, what are your thoughts who do you which one what's your favorite team of the main broadcast as we don't know what Fox is gonna do yet for their a team.
1: Yeah, with what we know, I, I kind of like NBC's, NBC's uh, broadcast team of Collinsworth and Collinsworth and right now Mike Tirico. Mike Tirico usually calls a really good game. Yes, he's yeah. solid.
0: Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, okay, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Dad, you could probably leave at this point if you wanted to because <laughs> you legitimately walked out in the middle of it uh, while we were watching Mass Singer last night. So we're going to talk our 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 mass singer spoiler recap, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Yawn. Okay, Rich, All right? What do you think of the episode?
1: Um, to be honest with you, I'm starting to get tired of the Firefly.
0: Yeah, her drama is a little straight annoying.
1: Week, second straight week. She had to excuse herself from the stage to go in, like, into a little dressing room area to get out of her costume temporarily, collect herself, and then come back on the stage.
0: Last week, I didn't have as much of an issue with it because it seemed like it was an actual, like, she was coughing. She had some sort of actual issue. Mm -hmm. This week, it was drama-based, and I had an issue with it. But, uh, yeah. And
1: then what happens when she comes back on the stage after a performance the panel is praising her saying oh you <coughs> have so much courage you're a fighter you're yeah. getting back up here fighting through those last week it nerve. was
0: this yeah. week I yeah I think it was more of a drama thing and I actually had an issue with it and I think I told my wife I thought she should go home just because of that
1: yeah I was hoping I mean I didn't if you were just considering what happened in the battle round, mean, getting the group and getting everybody in the audience involved, the song that he chose, those two songs, I would have gone with the Ram to stick around for another the, week.
0: Yeah, but the Ram singing was terrible.
1: He did have the weakest performance of the night.
0: Uh, I don't know. I think, yeah, he had the weakest of the night. Overall, of the two performances, uh, I think Cyclops is worse than he is, but whatever. Cyclops got made it on. Um, so, uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, the Ram lost. He did. And now spoiler alert, spoiler alert. This is your last chance, people. We've said this enough times. If you don't know by now that we're going to say who the Ram was. Good riddance. Uh, and again, this one's slightly shocking with the news of his departure.
1: Yeah, it was joe buck
0: joe buck himself on uh, the Mad singer to no longer be uh part of the nfl on fox so
1: uh, not even an employee of fox for that matter because he it he's probably going to be not be on their baseball coverage anymore as well
0: yeah probably not like like i said it is it was shocking and it was yeah yeah
1: i, mean, I liked his performance of uh i want you to i want you to want me the first night than what he how he did in the second night i i don't think he did a great
0: job on either of them uh i think firefly's voice she deserves to be one of the she she should have been one of the top two but i think her drama uh, cyclops is worse and i think cyclops goes home next week if they stay with this group
1: no it looks like they've said they're gonna do a double elimination Oh, two people are going home next week. It's so probably going to be I'm...
0: Firefly. And if if it's the same group, it's going to be Firefly
1: and uh, and the Cyclops because, yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Thingamabob, to me, has had the best performances week in and every single week so far. Yep. And he, he's been amazing. He did even he, he has been amazing. So I'm, I'm hoping that the drama, whether it's intentional or unintentional, that the Firefly is creating doesn't get her onto the next round yep yep because of how good singamabob has been so far yep
0: okay well that's it folks that's our show we are done for the week uh we hope you have uh enjoyed it if you are watching us on facebook and you want to take us with you in your car jump on to uh wherever you get your podcasts look us up balls and sticks to podcast you can find rich and i uh in the same pose as we are in our in our uh, picture here on Facebook. Rich, if they're listening to us but they want to watch us and maybe not sign into f- Facebook, what should they do?
1: Uh, look for us over on the YouTube, Balls and Sticks the podcast and if you want to if you and if you want to watch us live, interact with us through the chat so you can get a, a show shout out, feel free to watch for us on Facebook. And also check us out on Facebook to join in our so you can be notified when we post our weekly poll questions and look for fans of balls and sticks.
0: If you're watching us on YouTube, do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell to get the notifications. And, uh, you know, give us a like. Thank you. And, uh, Rich, I think we're going to let the old man do it. What's it time to do? Roll that intro. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Bald and Sticks, the Podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich.